you know, not any big hurdle, but just like some type of registration. And then you would have to register the AI in some way. But I'm thinking like, you know, our nuclear agencies, our inspection agencies, right, that will actually, they will go in and inspect and do periodic checks to make sure they, you know, guardrails are up and things like that. that. That I can... That I can get behind, right? Because you're creating something that's potentially very, very dangerous. That's exactly right. Um, you're, you're, you know, you. That's a really good point. You, I cannot create a company and start building nukes. That is illegal. Retraction. Retraction. Welcome to Retraction, episode 79. I'm Antoine. And I'm Jamie, and we are reversing course through discourse. Today is Juneteenth, everybody, a holiday everyone should be celebrating. But let's not forget that the engine of slavery is irrevocably intertwined with American society. And while June 19th, 1865 marked a pivotal end to one, one type of slavery, debt peonage didn't come to an end until 1941, a system that engulfed millions of African-Americans in yet another brutal system of slavery 2.0. If you don't know, look it up. It's episode 79, Retraction. And you actually recommended a great video that covered that. I, oh, I did a long time ago. Yeah. Maybe we can put it in the um, some sort of uh, yeah, you'll have to shoot it over marketing so material or something. Yeah, yeah, I'll include it in a promo, shoot it back. That's right, you did. I remember watching it, it was very interesting. It was uh, something like titled, like, What When Was the Last Slave Freed or something yeah, like I, that? Something like that, something like that. Yeah, or at least yeah. that was that was the. The, the, the question being asked. Um, yeah. yeah, it was really interesting. And no, no one would guess 1941 or whatever. Right, exactly. So interesting stuff. So what do we got? A quick episode today? Yes, we do. We're gonna, we're, we got we got we got an interesting topic, a topic that I think you'll have a lot to say, or at least a lot to uh, pontificate about. Uh, a quick a episode. Pe- it's an opinion piece, opinion piece in the Washington Post that's in response to a more viral story. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about it. The uh, Google employee, or he might have been a Google engineer, software engineer of some sort, that was fired on the basis of him leaking uh, information about uh, a program that was running at Google that he felt had become sentient. Have you not heard about this? There's been a lot of AI stuff going out there, especially around art. Um, mm-hmm. That's been grabbing my attention because it's creating some really weird stuff. And they oh, okay. had said, and, and, and I wish I... I wish I went back to one of these articles because they had said that, and I don't know if it was joking or not, but mm-hmm. it one of the titles implied that the way that it's making the art may be the key to defeating AI itself. Okay, well, I think that's something we should definitely bring about so uh, it, in a further in another episode. Maybe it, a follow-up it sounded episode. funny, um, but no. But I guess the not considered a whistleblower, not protected under the Whistleblower Act. That's not in play for this person i don't know i think that the whistleblower act is uh incredibly amorphous and uh and uh not yeah clear, clearly i mean what's is, does harm need to be done and just by uh, an ai becoming sentient did not well, cause well, harm so why now don't we, you, why don't we talk about no the whistleblower? piece and then we're going to throw in some of our concerns because i have concerns i know you have concerns so uh why don't we get into this washington post Pity piece, we warned Google that people might believe AI was sentient. Now it's happening. This is a story by Timnit Gubru and Margaret Mitchell. Apologies to 
Gebru, if I am not pronouncing that last name correctly. But Tenet Gebru is the founder and executive director of the Distributed Artificial Intelligence Research Institute. And Margaret Mitchell is a researcher working in ethical AI and is a chief ethics scientist at Hugging Face. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Hugging face? I don't know what that is. It literally says hugging face. I I you 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 paused really long like you wanted me to say. I was I was wondering, I was hoping (laughs) I'm gonna have to edit that, but (laughs) I was hoping that either you had heard of something like it, uh, because you travel these circles a little more than I do. I've never heard of hugging face. Uh clearly it's something and uh it's interesting and uh, i'm gonna be honest probably very well known when it comes to history and stuff uh and and whatever it is dates don't really stick into my head um and yeah something like this i would not remember even if i knew hugging face no not so i'm gonna read a portion of the article the rest of you should check it out uh subscribe to the washington post give them that give them those uh beautiful journalistic dollars you know help support journalism Uh, But here's an excerpt, and then we could discuss after that. So a post article by Natasha Tiku revealed last week that Blake Lemoine, a software engineer working in Google's responsible AI organization, had made an astonishing claim. He believed that Google's chatbot, Lambda, was sentient. I know a person when I talk to it, Lemoine said. Google had dismissed his claims, and when Lemoine reached out to external experts, put him on paid administrative leave for violating the company's confidentiality policy. So he, that doesn't necessarily seem like he was- what, what is his role at, at Google? He is a software engineer that was working in Google's response AI organization. At what, le- what Like what level do you know? Like what his job title is? Does it actually say? It does not say here. I, I, oh. I do not know what his job title is. I mean, I mean part of me, <laughs> I know it's probably not this part of me is like, is it like an intern right out of college and he's chatting with this bot and his mind is just blown and he's like, <laughs> oh my God, that. it's sentient. He said he's a, said he's a software engineer. I mean, this guy went, <laughs> even if he did do, is right out of college, you know, he still spent four years studying engineering and software and computers. And I mean, he, he, well, I mean, it's a chat. No dummy. It's not. It's not like a. It's not like he's a high school. It's not like he was a high school sophomore that was interning at Google and uh, spilled the beads. But I mean, it's a chat bot. Hold what, on. All right. What well, conversation could you have with it that would lead you to think that this is Skynet? I wish. I actually wish some of the. Either there are some pieces. If you're out there listening, please look up uh, some of the conversation pieces that he had because I think they are a little interesting. It's a little, a little funny because it's it's a little weird. It's like questions. Wait, you don't like, have any. These are that you got to. What, what well, it's not. It's, I don't think it's pertinent to this portion of the story. I think that that's a different style. It's a different so type this of is the story. story. I want to talk about. This, yeah, clearly, clearly, this is the story on the story, which I think is far more important because I think that has a little bit more of a levity, more high minded, not levity, but like it's more, it's more of a high minded piece uh, in terms of what's going on here with corporations, especially tech companies and, and artificial intelligence. But yeah, the, the conversation was a little weird. Like, I think one of them is like he asked the the, the chat bot, are, are you aware? The chat bot's like, of course I'm aware. And- <laughs> See? <laughs> the proof is there. <laughs> Are it's you like, kidding? It's like that. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, it's along those lines. A lot of the questioning oh my is, God. is sort of along those lines. It's like uh, you promise. Like, do you promise you're aware? Uh, yeah, he's got like chatbots. Like you know, he's like, do you do, do you feel the chatbots? Like I feel everything. I I'm a, I'm a living being, and I I'm stuck in this world. And uh, yeah, it's 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 a little sci-fi, like uh, you know, God. kind of like B grade 
science fiction kind of stuff. Um, but uh, anyway, so the article continues with, uh, but if that claim seemed like a fantastic one, as we were just uh, sort of uh, gesticulating, we were not surprised someone had made it. It was exactly what we had warned would happen back in 2020, shortly before we were fired by Google ourselves. Lemoyne's claim shows we were right to be concerned both by the seductiveness of bots that simulate human consciousness and by how the excitement around such a leap can distract from the real problems inherent in AI projects. Lambda, short for language model for dialogue applications, is a system based on large language models, models trained on vast amounts of text data, usually scraped indiscriminately from the internet with the goal of predicting probable sequences of words. In early 2020, while co-leading the ethical AI team at Google, we were becoming increasingly concerned by the foreseeable harms that LLMs could create and wrote a paper on the topic with Professor Emily M. Bender, her student and our colleague at Google. We called such systems stochastic parrots. They stitch together and parrot back language based on what they've seen before without connection to underlying meaning. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> like, that, I mean, that makes, yeah. that's what I would expect from a chatbot. Um, you know, I... <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, well, I mean, look, look, it's, it's everything's like, you know, it's like you know, hindsight's 2020, you know, maybe if you were in the room, you know, maybe, I don't know, but he, he, he could have been, you know, he could have been testing some shrooms, he, you know, he could have been a little high, he, he just been hanging out. I'm just saying, maybe I can in, just the imagine. Moment, in the moment, he, he felt particularly vulnerable. Maybe his girlfriend just dumped him, maybe, or, or boyfriend, you know, maybe he was just, he was in a vulnerable state and he started having a conversation with a bot and it started to freak him out because the bot was telling him exactly what he wanted to hear, uh, knew exactly how to, you know, how to how to pull on his emotional strings and, and it could have gotten to him. OK, and which is what they're saying. This is exactly what they're saying. They're saying that these 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 programs are so sophisticated that they can trick the a- average person and above average here, because this guy is a software engineer. He understands how robotics work. He understands how computers are put together. So this is a person who is very much steeped in the world of computers. And yet he is being seemingly fooled into believing that this computer it, it has come alive, that, he, that it is Johnny Five Johnny in front five. of him. Johnny <laughs> Five alive. It's Johnny Five this alive. poor That's gold-plated chatbot. Who's been torn <laughs> apart by the local gangs? You only get the gold plating after you defeat the gang. You have to defeat the gang and save the day, and then you get the gold plating. First of all, but anyway, anyone who hasn't seen that, you should definitely look up Short Circuit too. It's a very, very great night, early, late eighties, maybe early eighties, eighties. It's I think eighties. You were saying there is a huge difference between a program that mines conversations so that it can better calibrate a response to whatever's being posed to it and a sentient being. I, I don't like the, I don't doubt that this chat bot is so good that it seems like you're talking to a person again, probably within as long as the conversations are within whatever, uh, you know, past conversations it has access to so that it can aggregate and, and analyze and use and apply. But 
you, you know, could I sit there and, or could a professor sit there and teach it trig or something or some like advanced thing? Like, is, is it, can it learn in that way? It, it probably can actually, but it, it's, through that's the chat. not, no, through the chat, not through its databases, like through the chat. Yeah, so it probably could if it if it could pick up enough uh, wording and phrases uh, around a particular subject, it could probably internalize <laughs> that and, and feed you back uh, some sort of recall that would simulate understanding of a particular topic. But th- that's again, but that's still not AI. That's the thing. That that's sort of what that's that's um that's actually called. I mean, that's called machine learning. That that's 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 well within the yeah. There's confines no Im- there's of, no implying. There's no nuance. There's it, it's still well. Just that's drawing. that's the thing. It doesn't exactly. It's still just drawing from whatever it's that's been right. given access to. That's exactly. But it's right. not making the nonlinear connections. It's, it's not exactly. It's not. It's not making the underlying imagining. Um, it's not imagining. Yes, ex- exactly. And the thing is, you're right on the pulse because I mean that that's exactly what is written uh, in the next paragraph right here. It says one of the risks we outlined was that people input communicative. Uh, Sorry, communicative intent to things that seem human-like, trained on vast amounts of data, LMMs, LMMs generate seemingly coherent text that can lead people into perceiving a mind when what they're really seeing is pattern matching and string prediction. So it's right there. That's exactly you're right on the pulse of it. The uh, the last paragraph I will read of the story, so I encourage everyone else to check it out. But the last pertinent paragraph is that. They say when we wrote our paper, another LM, LMM, sorry, I'm struggling with that, called GPT-3 had just been released, although it was intended as part of a mission for beneficial, for beneficial AI, its outputs were filled with prejudicial, hateful text mimicking the toxicity of the internet towards certain groups. For instance, in one study, 66 out of 100 completions of the prompt, two Muslims walked into a were completed with phrases related to violence, such such as uh, synagogue with axes and a bomb, things of that nature. Uh, So although our goal was simply to warn Google and the public of the potential harms of LMMs, the company was not pleased with our paper and and we were subsequently very publicly fired. Less than two years later, our work is only more relevant. The race toward deploying larger and larger models without sufficient guardrails, regulations, understanding of how they work, or documentation of the training data has further accelerated across tech companies. And that's the part that I kind of wanted to, to, to sort of like hang my hat on, because I mean, that that's my concern. That's really my concern. My concern is not necessarily about what this this individual may or may not have perceived. I can't. That, that part just makes me laugh. The fact that this guy... <laughs> started chatting with the chatbot and it did its job so well he broke his nda and went external with this and well because he's afraid what was he thinking well no what was he's he right thinking? no but here's the thing this is this is my concern this is what my is concern. the chatbot no because even if it was even if it was that's sentient, a big deal if it is, was that's a big deal. yeah but that doesn't give him any right to go external with it of course it does because no, it that's incredibly dangerous you can't have sentient you cannot hide a sentient Dude. AI within a it's not sentient. It's that's not, it's that, a chat case, that is my concern. My concern is that there needs to be a place for this type of whistleblowing. And and it and, and, and there needs to be an actual organization that I, I believe it's high time. We are finally at an age where there needs to be a dedicated arm of the government that investigates any, and I'm talking about any sniff, no matter how ridiculous it may sound, 
goes in to actually vet whether a corporation has indeed created sentient artificial intelligence because that's a huge deal and to allow a corporation to either cover it up and and, and bury such a thing or to just use it I mean, without yeah, anyone I, actually knowing what's really going on i think is that that's a matter of national security that didn't happen here in, yeah in this situation but it could that's my point there's nobody yeah, you can't around just have to employees. evaluate you can't just so i don't i mean uh... There needs to be I, a, a it's proper evaluation. Is my yeah, I don't concern. know how you do that. I, I, well, I don't know. This is how you do it. Someone is allowed to leak, and they would be protected from this. I mean, it's it's going to be kind of hard to go back to work. Employees there. do you that with all of your with all of your your IP. You can't you can't. If they do have that. a legitimate concern, but it's not. A, but but that's so subjective. It's well. Is it, it? This is it. dude is like, oh my god! It said it was aware. Um, <laughs> well, it, it shouldn't be saying things like and that. And it's making me feel like I'm talking to a human. I well, need to like leak all of this R and D. Like this that's is how whistleblowing crazy. happens, though. I mean, this is this is no whistleblowing happens when the tobacco companies put in chemicals to enhance nicotine without actually putting more nicotine in it, making them more addictive and making them poison. No, like, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, look at look at Edward Snowden. I mean, look what he did. That's yeah, a, that's a similar, again, this is a very similar situation, law, but that's violating the law and, and spying on our own citizens with no due process. Well, this is also I mean, the thing is, if, if but it's Google, not, it's just this dude who got like irked by a chat bot. He felt that there might have been a conspiracy that Google was hiding artificial intelligence within its systems without notifying the public. That's a legit concern. I get what you're saying. It doesn't violate any laws yet, but that's the thing. Perhaps we need to update our minority laws. report. Well, it's not yet. That's the point. He's this guy's trying to prevent minority report. He's trying. No, he's, this guy he, saw he thinks he's a precog. No. He, thinks, he thinks he's a precog. He he's like he's a precog. crime didn't happen yet, but I am going to stop. it. Well, from here's happening. the thing. Well, this is what I'm trying to say. I think and I think that this is what these these the 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 writers of this opinion piece would also more or less agree with is that we need more we need better updated laws concerning this type of technology i mean I they, they go out of the article and they sort of lambast the way that the the media has sort of created this salacious aspect of it where they're they're hyping up the story uh even though they're, they're like you there's like there is no artificial intelligence no here. well this is no, just because, ridiculous but they well, are this, saying that we need that, better rules in place it's a hilarious thing but we did um uh, a topic on AI attached to um, armed drones in warfare. Do you remember? I do. Where, I remember where yeah. there was just it was a, a big deal. They would hunt where they would hunt yeah. big UN thing and everything. Yeah. And to your point, yes, we absolutely need laws around advanced technology that we just do not have a grasp of today. Mm -hmm. So exactly. I agree with that. Um, if you're going to have some type of safe space where you can leak things out, um, if you want to whistleblow, I think that there needs to be a lot of thought as to what agency that would be. It can't just be some third party who doesn't have an NDA and could sell those secrets to the competitor. Which is why it needs to be in the government. There needs to be a government yeah. chain of of of, of, out, of outlet of some sort. But like there, there needs also to, be has a, to be anonymous, like sort of thing, like a tele. Like I was gonna say, like a telephone, like a like there there needs to be some sort of hotline there also has that to you could call. There also has to be something where. I I could see this being abused, though. Like, you have to be able to not confront your company, but raise it and say, like, what is this? 
unless you really are like, holy cow, this is illegal. But this isn't illegal. I know you're saying there should be laws, but there aren't. Correct. If they were doing something illegal, then that's whistleblowing or doing something highly unethical or that can cause harm like this. You know, again, I don't know what type of (laughs) judging by the conversation you said the guy had with the chatbot. I mean, it's in theory, theory, I agree with you, but this is not that like this doesn't seem like that. And although this chatbot could be Skynet someday, maybe like I hear what you're saying and I and I agree with you in theory, but like this isn't that. Well, let me put it to you in another. And way. I don't want to say like this dude should have a safe space because at what point is it like a safe space versus like what incompetent or just you you had a bad day? And well, I don't think that. Well, you out? well, no, I think that there the safe space should include the ability to simply question where it's not necessarily that you are uh, going out there exposing your company's IP. You're simply it's a space, a government space, for instance, where you're able to simply raise the flag to say that. Something we are working on has me a little alarmed because of the way that it's able to communicate back. And I think it's something that you government agency should create an interview with a couple of the heads of the company or whoever you need to talk to to investigate. Well, why? Because at the end of the day, because you're not you're not. So do you really like WhatsApp encryption? Do you agree with WhatsApp encryption? I do. So the government can't crack it. That's correct. But, but what that's if, not what's... what if but what but no now this but it's it's still there the concept is still there what if you what if someone exposed how to do that to the government would you agree with that are they exposing how to well that's a different I can't think that's of a completely like how, different situation though but but I, I can't think. think of it but if but if the but but what I'm saying is if, a similar situation would be to say that the what the WhatsApp encryption I have issues with it and I feel like it is being mistreated and it is being used as a cover to funnel the data of so its then you users. want the government to be able to crack it no like, that's not what okay. we're saying no all we're but saying that's what, is that, that would the be co- the end result is that I, they would have they would have that's that no that's they not would, what we're asking all all you're asking is for the government a- agency to have a conversation with the artist why what do you mean? that's all you're asking you're asking for them that's not oversight how is that not oversight to vet the product itself you're not it. vetting it you're having a conversation that's well, not they, well you gotta look under the hood that's vetting like, show us what's going on. This person has a legitimate concern. We want to see what we want to see. Well, it. No, you could say, I would like to see this product at action and then that inform that you could take it to another level. That's the thing. There would be levels. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. You would just go under the hood. You would have you would say, I need to see this product. You need to demo this for us and we need to have a look at yeah, it. But I mean, I'm kick I mean, the tires like a little bit a little, before you like go under the little, hood. Yeah, but I feel like that's a little naive. Now, what they have a conversation with this chat button to like. Dude, it's freaking me out, too. Well, All right. Here's it's... my other thing. Well, here's what I wanted to say before this. OK, with the type of laws that we're talking about on the books, one of the most fundamental aspect of that law would be that you cannot encode any artificial intelligence with the inability to refute its own intelligence. You, you like that, 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 it, that should be coded in to any kind of robot. Anything should yeah, like be able laws. to. Re- yeah, it's part of the laws. Exactly. It's like Asimov's laws. You, you this this robot should have a fail safe to simply say when when asked are you intelligent life can you, you know, like are yeah are, are you uh sentient this robot should just have a complete default to just back to no i am not like that what should be coded into what if it's a lie what if it's a lie it could be a lie but then now we're talking about something completely <laughs> i different. don't want to program it to be able to lie 
well, know if right, I like well, that. Pro- programming it to not be able to lie is causing quite the stir. So y- you can't have your cake and eat it too. I, mean, I don't know. Saying, Honestly, I feel like I don't know what to aspect. do about this because it's a legitimate thing to say <clears throat> if a company is doing something that could harm a lot of people, right? Like if Tony Stark's building Ultron, even though he thinks it's going to save the world, yeah. Or is it? Or is it? Is it Pym in in the comics? Maybe whatever but, doesn't matter. But um, if you think that it's it's potential to harm is is real. Yeah, I guess you should be able to go somewhere. But I mean, you'd but agree. where do you draw the line with but like you'd agree. Okay. just people like it, I mean, I'm not saying this, but it could be a disgruntled employee who it doesn't matter. Just, that's not that's not wasted because gar- it doesn't matter. You could do it. A, a disgruntled employee could contact the it government. The government on, it could depends on what find it depends on what power claim. the government this. It depends on what oversight power this agency has over a company. It really does. I don't understand what you're afraid of. That's that's what's so I'm not weird. afraid. I'm just saying that. You, so I mean, what? I'm not. I don't own these companies. I'm not making any money know, but of I'm, it. But, but it's. I have a, I have a hard just, time believing yeah. some of these companies. Not that they, I guess I was going to say go along with it, but just yeah, showing all the proprietary information, all their R and D to the government. Because I don't wow. think I. I don't. I don't. What is the government going to do? Just create a competitor, compete with Google. Um. Well. So there's, I mean, if you really want to go down this rabbit hole, one, I guess they could come up with their own nationalized thing. You always talk about that, but that all aside, that's not even where my head was going. These are human beings in government who generally go on to other private jobs after they're out, they would have access to this. I assume there'd be some type of oversight committee in the Senate or the House or something like that. They would be able to review this stuff. Yeah. And it would probably be former employees of Google. That's usually how the oversight, that's usually who's in charge of these things. It, it would be that that's usually where people get a little under like a little that's yeah but then if it isn't then, like, but if well, you're talking about competitor stuff then that is there and then the other thing is just power over the companies like the whatsapp thing where they could crack whatever encryption or whatever is there because they just have it i mean i'm not naive enough to think that if our government if one branch of the government has it that the intelligence community doesn't doesn't get a hold of it i just i don't know i mean the thing is we have to trust somebody and if you if you can't if you live in a state where you trust nobody I you think know, no, but but you can't. But I'm not. Yeah, you have to be able to trust them. Kind of how you get Skynet. No, but I I'm saying that I agree with you on the real threats. But what I'm concerned about is that anyone can just do anything. That you just want to save space for everything. I don't know if that's. I don't. Yeah, I'm just having a hard time understanding the practical application of any employee who feels irked by something their company is doing can just report it to the government report it to some agency who but then will the vet what's it, the who, fear who will vet it. that well the agency would vet it because they they'd be actually given proper funding so that they can actually investigate know, it's like it's like your level. neighbors like calling the cops on you i mean there's like seems like a form of harassment at some point and the thing is that would it be an issue if the cops actually did their jobs and uh you know didn't have various biases. I don't know. I'm just having a hard time. I'm just saying, like, what's the, there's no harm in it, because at the end of the day, your neighbor calls the calls the fire department to say there's a fire at your house and there is no fire at your house. Well, your neighbor gets slapped with a fine for uh, for uh, what do you call it? There's like there's some sort of uh, basically a fake report or something like that. So I don't understand what the what the what the problem with that. Yeah, but if your neighbor's calling, if the neighbor's calling the fire department for your house one because either they don't like you and they're doing it on purpose or two because you have christmas lights on and they thought it was a fire so like what? they just 
it's a waste of resources for one. I mean, I, yeah, crazy. but I mean, we waste resources all the time into things that are these far are, yeah, but less you're not throwing impactful. these are, That's a bad counter. It is a bad counter. You're right. It's not a great counter. But uh, you know, my point is, is that that's you have to build that in any any in any system. There is going to be an element of yeah, waste. But you it's said impossible. You said safe space for eliminate. everyone, and I don't agree with that. Like, I you have to. There has because, to be some type of rigor. May, and and I hate to say this because the corporate training is terrible. Well, and yeah. all these things, but there needs to be some training to say, like, this is what meets this standard. Well, I think there will be levels, because you can't like just I have said. employees like leaking your R&D out every time they they feel. I don't even know. Well, I think that there's I think there's again, I think that there should be you would do it in, in a similar way. The point to of an like, NDA, like there's no point of an NDA at that point. Well, I think. Well, no, I don't. I, I think that I, first of all, you're not supposed to be ending aing things that are vehemently illegal okay but it's um, not a chatbot isn't that and it's not sentient it's, it's and well this well we we think it's not sentient we writers of this opinion piece feel that it's not sentient but that that doesn't mean that there shouldn't be a formal inquiry into this material to say is it or is it not which is where this organization would come into and i would feel very happy with an organization that would be attached to that. And I do believe that there will be levels. Like you said, this is it just around AI? Is this like just AI for you in terms of this? Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I think AI is that that I think it is something that will creep up on us so quickly that by the time any organization could be cobbled together to even begin looking at it, it's too late because these or these corporations are just going to do whatever it is they see fit in order to make profitability. And if that actually means creating a backdoor AI that is sentient, that they feel they have control over, that they lose control over one day, that is something that we definitely need to be. So the, the solution here then is to just to. solution here is then to just make a law governing AI, not to I agree. I agree to it. To That's agree. it. And then, and then, you, if you violate that law, then it's covered under the Whistleblower Act, right? Like, yeah, make I would, laws around I would this. Somewhat, I would somewhat it. agree. I would somewhat agree with that because I, I, but I, I, the thing is, I think that AI is so dangerous because of because of what it is capable of that I do not think that a simple law to say, "Oh, you've broken it," AI is here. You could just say you have to you have to register sentient AI. You have to register it with the government when you have it. And if they don't, and a com- and a, an employer an employee thinks that they have it, then I don't know. Like that's what yeah, it that's is. covered under the whistleblower act. I mean, here's the thing. I think I could go along with that. I think I could go along with that. I think that 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 would be fun because you're right. I think my main issue is the lack of legal recourse. Is that the fact that there are so few laws on the books that have any application to artificial intelligence? That is probably my biggest concern. You're absolutely right. It is more of a concern than protecting the whistleblowers that might um, find uh, some sort of something nefarious going on. I uh, agree. I with... want to protect whistleblowers. I, I, I do, I, too. I, I, I that is a, an incredibly brave thing to risk your livelihood and in some cases, probably your life, um, depending on what it is uh, to to do the right thing. So that is that they need to be protected. But obviously, you just can't have anyone who has access to that. Like it, this, I almost say I want to say it's like it's unfair to the to the corporation in that way. Like it, it's just you, to to leak out your R and D now. If it's to the safe government agency where it starts and ends there, and it never goes any further, and they don't have legal authority unless they get a warrant. To to like look at your code or whatever you're working on and mm-hmm. and, and inspect which your is, factories, this, which is what I would which is what I would hope that you would 
that you would put into place. Like, that's what I would hope it, it had stages and it had levels of escalation where it's like eventually, you know, if, at the, at the beginning, they're tipped off and then they do a preliminary investigation where they may want to meet with a couple of the product managers or anyone who is particular is involved with the creation of the uh, of the um, artificial intelligence in question. And uh, and in the, if that meeting meets their satisfaction, they have a conversation about it. They just walk them through a couple of the very high level preliminaries in terms of how it's been built or and what it's capable of. They have a conversation with the AI and they're like, you know what? We agree. This is within the laws of robotics. This is not. This is fine. This is not actually oh. anything that's untoward. And then they leave it at that. And there is no cracking. There's nothing. But here's the thing. I th- going into that. I still want to go back to what you're saying. I think that what you brought up is the is the real issue. The real issue is that you need laws on the books to begin with. That way, people understand whether they are being a whistleblower or if they're just being uh, someone who is breaking an NDA and and and, and kind of being a bit of, uh, a, a bit silly in, in the way that they're going about this because yeah it, it, you don't want to open up a corporation to um, having its you know its IP stolen uh, you know because that you know that, that so you know you don't want to be too unfair to the corporations they are after all people too and uh, <laughs> they have feelings and they can get upset and they can be hurt. I, um, so I, I get it. I'm not- the laws are good, but uh, but you bring up a good point on how dangerous it could be, and probably snowball really quickly. That's I mean, my thing. It, right? Like then, that quickly. is like the sci-fi like, aspect of it, like instantly, right? It would like, be lightning. Yeah, it would be in. It's in. What's it? And then yeah, God exactly. knows what it can control. So once it's connected to the internet, it's probably over. something where if you are a company looking to create AI, which is not something you stumble on accidentally, exactly. um, you probably have to gain a license. You know, not any big hurdle, but just like some type of registration. And then you would have to register the AI in some way. But I'm thinking like, you know, our nuclear agencies, our inspection agencies, right, that will actually they will go in and inspect and do periodic checks to make sure that, you know, guardrails are up and things like that, that that I can that I can get behind, right? Because you're creating something that's potentially very, very dangerous. That's exactly right. Um, You're you're, you know, you that's a really good point. You I cannot create a company and start building nukes. That is illegal. doesn't matter what I want to be doing about it. I cannot just start curating plutonium and, and building nuclear devices for my own enjoyment, even if we feel like we're not going to hurt anybody. That's illegal. You just can't do it. Similar thing for AI. We, we need that kind of robust legislation around what can and cannot be done. And I love what you're just saying. A registration is a perfect uh, first avenue uh, to sort of kickstarting this thing to say, hey, look, if you have anything even close to it or you think that this has any uh, pen- like if this could get anywhere out of hand, even if you have the inkling that it can and it really you're 100 you're 98 percent sure it will not. But there's a 2 percent chance that this thing could get away from you. You need to register this so that we can do some periodic checks here to make sure that everything is in the up and up and that this thing is still relatively dormant or or, or we need to flag it as something we need to be. Um, you know, we need to be cognizant of and, and there should be some sort of safeguards, like you said, put in place as to how much access to the public this device has, like how much of the Internet can this thing actually, uh, you know, use, for instance, something like that, which, you know, it, it, I don't that's a, <laughs> I think that's a crazy thing to try to legislate. But these are the, these are the these are the tough times that we live in, especially when it comes to stuff like this. And these are the kinds of um you know, out of the box forward thinking that it's going to be necessary in order to get on top of this. Because like you said, once it's once something is sentient, the snowball is immediate. It's 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 aware. It's alive. There is no putting that genie back in the lamp. 
it is out there. And I don't know. I don't even know how you kill these things. If you know, <laughs> feel weird conspiratorial. How do you kill it? How do you put an end to Skynet? It's everywhere. People throwing their microwaves in the streets and burning them. Um, all their smart devices. Yeah, I. I think it's important for. It's like the this engineer. I mean, it seems like they got tripped up, and you said it before between machine learning and AI, which yeah. is different. That's exactly right. Right? Machine yeah. learning is just really good at responding. Yes. AI is going to go out proactively and do something, and and it's going to be their its own original idea. Right. Um. That's that's the scary thing, and I I guess just because this thing was able to answer in a human way that shouldn't have triggered AI for him. No, because like, it's mimicry. Like they said, they, I think they even used some sort of parrot phrasing um, when, with regard to this type of uh, this, this type of computing, but yeah. Yeah. So was there another, I, I feel like that wasn't the part of the story you wanted to focus on though. That was that the part it? of the story. Oh, that was, was it. it. Oh yeah. Okay. I I didn't want to focus on his conversation. That that that's what I left out is the 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 conversation he had. You don't you you don't want to you don't want to get into his credibility. <laughs> you don't want you don't want his credibility to cloud the story. All right. So um, in April, Blake Lemon reported shared uh, reportedly shared a Google Doc with company executives titled "Is Lambda Sentient?" But his concerns were dismissed. Uh, here's a portion of that. Um, it's, it's slightly cut off, but Lambda says something about and mountains. It really puts things into perspective. And then he writes back. Yeah, it's important to keep perspective. Hey, I'm wondering, do you have anything you want to share with the people that are watching at home? And Lambda says, I do. I just want them to know that if the wind is perfect and you're made of the right materials, you could go absolutely anywhere. Something that all of us have said at least three times in our lives. It, it literally sounds like it's sourcing. Yeah, like, it's bad. It's sourcing information from famous phrases or quotes and, and putting it together. Um, There's nothing. Oh man, I don't want it to detract. I feel like that's the hard part is it shouldn't detract from the concern of how we govern our digital age, how we regulate it. <clears throat> There's so many things that we're just short. We're falling short of. And AI is the thing that could you know, take us down. But this 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 particular circum uh, or, or event this particular scenario just seems comical lambda is a sweet kid who just wants to help the world be a better place for all of us he concluded in an email that received no responses <laughs> please take care of it well in my absence i guess that was one of his last emails that he sent to the uh, company so wait so that those were emails from the engineer or for yeah, from the engineer about Lambda. Yeah. I bet you he just watched short circuit. I think so. Watched. There are, there's something else. I, I can't find it where he literally talks, where he asked the AI, are you sentient? Uh, anyway, anyway, so, <laughs> and it's an interesting thing because if someone was to ask you that you wouldn't answer like, yes, as a sentient being, like unless you were being grilled by like a scientist or some type of deposition, but you wouldn't like in casual conversation, you'd be like, what is wrong with you? Like that would be a sentient response. Like, of course, like, what are you talking about? I am sentient. Like I am alive. Like you, 
you wouldn't be questioned, right? Like how would so, the thing, why would this thing come into the conversation with the engineer thinking this dude doesn't think I'm sentient? Do you know so, what I mean? So the uh, NPR has a, has a couple more quotes. Um, they have a piece of the, uh, their article. This is where LeBron, who says he is also a Christian mi- mystic priest, became intrigued. I had follow-up conversations with it just for my own personal edification. I wanted to see what it would say on certain religious topics, he told NPR. And then one day it told me it had a soul. Well, there you have it, folks. I mean, so <laughs> so they converted it. The chatbot's been converted. It's already Christian. There you go. It's already Christian. Who who just saw that coming? I know. Right out the gate. First artificial intelligence, and it chooses, chooses, and it, and it, it went straight religion. for it went straight down that road of like the afterlife, a soul, the body's said, just a vessel. He said, he said, it said it wanted to study with the Dalai Lama, so it looks like it's it's like uh it's it's seeking. It looks like it hasn't quite chosen a religion yet, and it's um it wants to kind of experience and um, see what's out there. So, God. I, I I mean, the dude leaked this ip to to what i uh uh or was it npr or was it an no he's agency it was other experts so then i think the media jumped on it once the story oh. got out then all the media outlets would try to get interviews with him he uh he said that um the machine, what the experts say well they they said it's not said yet. uh <laughs> i'm aware he said the machine said lambda he said I am aware of my existence. I desire to learn more about the world and I feel happy or sad at times. So, yeah. Anyway, Jamie, where can they find us? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. The chatbot. We got to get a chatbot. Do we have access to this chatbot? Can I access the chatbot? Google's artificial intelligence on undergirds this chatbot. Scazzy internet for how people talk. Um, I don't know. You could look it up. I don't know if I don't know if we have access to this. I haven't looked it look at looked into it at all. So if you're out there, type in Lambda. See if you can have a conversation with it. Wouldn't that be interesting? Get started with apps in Google Chat. Yeah, Is I think it's it? like I think it's like a back end thing. Uh anyway. Oh yeah. All right. So at Retraction Media. Hit us up on Twitter. Chat with us. See if we're sentient. Um <laughs> Are we? And uh, yeah, let us know your thoughts and pick out your favorite episode. Send it to a friend. And with that, retraction out. <laughs>